Welcome to Ready Player You. We're your hosts, Mike. And Matt. And we're here to talk about movies, music, pop culture, and random shit. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's, Let's go. go. Welcome back. Ready Player You Season 2. Yes, and we got some uh, new format we're going off of. Uh, it's not going to be the same old random bullshit that we did, which well, everything we say is always random bullshit, but um, we got some, uh, some specials uh, lined up. Yeah, we got um, a decent season coming up here. We got I some new episodes that we're going to be banging out. So we'll be working. Um, we're going to be doing our uh, own episodes. I have uh, a series that I'm going to start working on myself. Yep, yep. We're each going to start writing a and, different episode uh, every week. Guys, and then You guys may be getting a little teaser uh, by the end of this episode. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, uh, let's kick you it know off. What? Let's, hey, you know what? Here's to the new season. So, new season, episode two, or episode one, season two, um, we're going to be covering the band Corn this week. We're going to start answering our emails and um, requests and stuff like that at the end of the episodes. That way, uh, we kind of force you to listen to the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you uh, send some emails, uh, you better listen to the whole thing. Don't try and skip it, because we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I was going over, and I wanted to do the history of Corn. Yeah. And basically, like, you know, when we first started listening to the band, people were like, what do you mean, like, the fruit or the food or the vegetable? I'm like, no, no. So, basically, their names, if you don't know, it's spelled K-O backwards R-N. And then the band started back in 93 in Bakersfield, California. Um, They were classified as a new metal alternative band, pioneers of the genre, bringing it to the mainstream. You know, various labels they've had, Lama Vista, Concord, Prospect Park, you know, Virgin, <clears throat> Epic, Immortal, things like that. Um, what was their uh, first album? Uh, their first album? I can't remember right well, now. Was it uh, Life is Peachy? I think so. I think so. Is that what... Uh... But um, I know that um, their original band members, they had... Um, well, their current band members is James Schaefer, a.k.a. Monkey. Mm-hmm. He does guitar. Brian Welch, a.k.a. Head, Head. guitar, oh. back, backing vocals, you know, um, Fieldy, bass guitar, you know. But um, Head, Head, I think, found religion. He yes. found He found Jesus. Yeah. He went and... Yeah. Uh, and Fieldy, I think he's been there since the beginning. Mm-hmm. No? I know that um, they got rid of their drummer at one point. Um, that was, uh, he, it's, uh, well, it was David Silvera and what, who they have now is Ray Luziar, Lazier. Mm. Can't, I can't pronounce that right. Sure. That was from 2007. Yeah. And then, uh, originally they formed in 93. Um, they were members of a band called LAPD. Okay. I think I did hear about some about that. And then it turned into corn yeah. over time. <clears throat> Um, 14 studio albums, 8 compilation albums, 7 video albums, 46 singles, 51 music videos, 7 albums that went platinum, 1 that went gold. Grammys? Uh, they did Grammys. Uh, they have 12, release, 12 have releases won- that have charted top 10 in the U.S. Have they won any Grammys? I didn't look at that. Mm. I only had so much time to do research. <laughs> you really want to shoot holes in my dick, don't you? Never, Fucker. Any, what else am I going to do? I don't know. Gay. <laughs> So on the the first album I had was Follow the Leader. That's the yeah. first album I was able to own. Yes. And 
they had the the 12 tracks of silence each track being five seconds long i remember so they had 60 seconds of silence right i remember that they had a guest appearance on south park in 99 to promote the issues album um and the secret track at the end of of the follow the leader album was composed by cheech and tommy chong Cheech Marin, Tommy Chong, yep. and a guy named Gay DeLorne, which is a Canadian composer, which was weird because his name is Gay, G-A-Y-E. <laughs> um, but the song is called Earache My Eye, and it's a hidden track at the end of yep. uh, the last song. Oh, that that's uh, the song from Cheech and Chong in the movie. Mm-hmm. The, so uh, they the, did that Mama with... never told me not to... Tell me how to live. Yeah, so that... And so, when I bought the first album, Follow the Leader, I didn't know certain things about this track. So, they were doing a lot of drugs, a lot of cocaine, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of drinking, a lot of sex, a lot of stuff. You know, like the song Adidas. Oh, yeah. Well, they were living that shit and Follow the Leader. So, here's what I found out. In the song, um, where is it? It's On? Mm-hmm. I got... This is right here is, is... There was an orgy while recording the song It's On... And Davis only agreed to record with producer Toby Wright if he got an eight ball of cocaine. Holy shit. I, <laughs> that I never knew. Yeah, that is fucking bananas. <laughs> so, there's, um, they got that one video that's uh, with the bullet traveling through their Freak on yeah, a Leash. Yeah, Freak on a Leash, yeah. That was bananas. Yeah, so, that whole album actually had 25 tracks. Yeah, but the old, um, uh, Freak on a Leash, that was done by uh, um, uh, Todd McFarlane. Who did, who was the creator of um, Spawn? Wow! Because he uh, he then he did the uh, the cartoon, the old um, I think it was on HBO. Yeah, animated. So he did he actually directed that video with that same type of um, animation style. I remember that. Then uh, my my first memories of listening to Corn was you no know, with you back in. Fuck, what were we, what, what, what year did uh, Issues come out? Issues came out probably around 2000, oh, no, no, 2001. Issues, um, Follow oh. the Leader. Follow the Leader came out in 99. Okay, 99. So oh, excuse you, me, 98. Yeah, see, so we're in high school. Yeah, we were we were juniors. Yeah, so I, to I, I remember when you got that album, and we were like, okay, what the fuck, you know you're playing it? It was like... Yeah, I remember putting it in my why, stereo. Why? Why is this? Why is this all blank? And, and there was know, a sticker on the front that says uh, uh, 60 seconds of silence brought to you by Corn." I'm like, who the fuck wants silence?" <laughs> yeah, I paid for silence. What the fuck? Yeah, and then uh, you know, of course, you know, you had Freak on Lee, um, uh, got the life, got the life. It's um, on. Yeah, um, fucking BBK. There, there yeah, was tons. The of one, songs the one that I care, I liked a lot. And I thought it was really fucking cool because back then, you know, I was more into rap and shit. Was the one that they did with uh, Ice, Ice Cube. Cube? Oh, dude, that was Children, sick. Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn was sick. But dead then, bodies everywhere. Yeah, dead bodies everywhere. Dude, and, fucking badass uh, album. But then uh, it was their third. It was a follow up to their first two albums too, which yeah. is really good. Then their um, oh Ice Cube actually um, he did his uh, War and Peace album. Uh, at did, the same time, he did a song uh, "Fuck Dying." Mm-hmm. Was uh, the war disc. and Corn was on there and as a guest. Corn, uh, they did the music for it. So you can, and even in the, I'm watching the yeah. video on MTV. You fucking uh, had uh, you know Corn right there. Jonathan Davis is like directing everybody, and yeah, do everything, and then Ice Cube just going off. And I was like, okay, that's fucking cool. 
So Corn would had Ice Cube on their song, and then Ice Cube's doing, you know, repaying them back, and that, I thought that was fucking the shit. Well, that was in like that album, they also had a song where Limp Biscuit was on there, and yeah. he's all "fuck Fred Durst" or something like that. <laughs> Dude, that whole album is—it's a legendary album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not one song on there you can't crank up and jam to. Uh-huh. There is some very dark ones about you know getting raped and yeah. stuff like that. There's some pretty dark well, shit. You in know, there. John the Davis, he's pretty dark himself because he well because he got molested and well, stuff like he that. He has a lot of fucked up tattoos though too. Yeah, I've seen uh, I forgot what kind of I think it was a tattoo magazine uh, in some shop. Um, I seen Zick. Like, yeah, he had like a I think it was him that had like a priest getting circumcised or. Some shit on his arm, just like some weird, fucked up shit. Yeah, he's definitely had a sordid history. Yeah, so they ha- definitely grew up on Oildale, you know, the streets of Oildale. <laughs> yeah, because if you look on the inside of the album, there was stuff that where they were writing to the people who used to talk shit and try and fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you think you're hardcore? Why don't you try growing up on the streets of Bakersfield and Oildale, motherfucker, and shit like that? And so they were, they definitely had their issues. Right. Oh, your cord. I put mine back here on the second one, so I don't know if that it's makes a difference. Little I might have told you to put it on the wrong one. Yes, yeah, little. Short. You could take it out of that one and put it on the second one. It don't matter. Oh, well, you know it's good right now. It's not bumping it, but it will yeah. pick up. Uh, no, because it's on the back, so it shouldn't pick up too much. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I, I remember listening to that album. I used to play it front to back all the time. I used to have it in the Camaro because uh-huh. I had a CD, and I remember that's when. Limp Biscuit was blowing up real big, and they were doing guest appearances on each other's albums, things like that. I don't think Korn ever did too much on Limp Biscuit's albums. No, I don't think so. Maybe Dollar Bill, y'all. Maybe a little but bit. I don't. I, I don't I, remember listening to that album. I I didn't start getting to Limp Biscuit more until um, I think. Uh, well, I think it was the second one. Um, that's one of the the second one I started when they blow it up. I, I can't for the mind of me. I cannot think of uh, the albums. Yeah, I know that three dollar bill came out about the now, time. Three dollar, yeah, yeah, um, that's what it was. Yeah, because um, you were the limp biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but I remember watching the video "Got the Life" with the Ferrari in there, mm-hmm. and then the dude, the David David Silverman, that get it gets out. Dude, he was the coolest looking dude with the blonde hair and the little goatee that okay. soul patch. I thought he was the coolest fucking dude there. <laughs> I was like, man, that dude looks badass. And he's driving a Ferrari. That's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then they just destroy it. And Yeah. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then they're playing hopscotch in that in the in that one video. Yeah, and uh, uh and um Freak uh, on a leash. Freak on a leash, yeah. And then the bullet's traveling through and he <laughs> yells at the yellow mm-hmm. the bullet and Go, bum, 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 yeah. and then it takes off going the other but way. Then they did another video um, on their next album. I forgot the name of the song, um, and it because it starts off with uh, that animation with the bullet, and it's going through, and then you see them all just going on crazy and shit. Um, I cannot think. Well, of you that. can look it up if you want. Yeah. Um, go ahead and uh, let's see here. I know that. I have, like, that one, what was it, Dead Bodies Everywhere, or there was BBK or something like that, where they just went dark. They went real ham on some of these songs. Um, I know the Hidden Track, I used to have a huge thing for Hidden Tracks, like, Mm -hmm. when I would listen to Green Day, their Hidden Tracks, things like that. I didn't know Green Green Day had a... Yeah, Green Day on their album, Dookie, had a Hidden Track. Really? Oh, yeah. 
It was about a guy that found his way over to a girl's house and he beat off in her room and shit like that. And yeah, he well, he doesn't say that directly. He goes, I was alone. I was all by myself. I was thinking of you. I was no. all by myself. Yeah, it's implied. Yeah. I had a good time. I was all by myself. You know, he just kind of quick little ditty of a, you know, hidden track, but it was hilarious. And I don't think too many people knew about that, especially, you know, as, oh, yeah. as much as we would play albums. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, so have you have you seen Corn in concert? I have. I saw them at the fifteenth anniversary show when KRZ was around. Oh, we saw. I saw them with Skindred, uh, Six Ounce Glove, uh, Chevelle was there. I seen Six Ounce Gloves. Um, I think was it Skindred or was it? Yeah, you know, nobody gets out alive. The Jamaican black singer for the rock group. Mm. Dude, absolutely epic song. Not sure. I don't know whatever happened to them, but they were good. I mean, mm. really good. Hmm. Because I, I took notes and I was like, dude, this guy's got a Jamaican voice and he's doing heavy metal. This is fucking awesome. I looked them up as a black Jamaican lead singer. I was like, holy shit. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I saw them at the 15th anniversary show for KRZR. Um, I know the girlfriend I had at the time drove all the way down to Bakersfield to see them. And she used to go to the Warp Tour and all that stuff and watch all kinds of bands, the Vans Warp Tour and stuff like that. Um, never got to meet them, but that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. The original lineup would have been cool to meet. Uh, I know I've done some work out in Bakersfield and just looking. At, I've worked on Oildale Street doing street lights and stuff like that for a different company I work for. And I, every time I go down to Bakersfield or Bakersfield's even mentioned, I think of the band Corn. Oh, yeah. You know, I know that the band had stayed with their original toolbox and microphone setups and stuff like that, watching interviews with them. Um, I have a DVD of some of their original footages of stage performances and stuff like that. And I know Jonathan Davis was the only one who upgraded his microphone with that hot chick with the titties hanging out mm-hmm. in the chrome bin. I thought that microphone was pretty sick. <laughs> the microphone stand? Uh, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I, was, I was lucky enough to see him twice. In two years. I think I've seen him more than once, but I can't, for the life of me, remember what the other time was. So, I got to see him in, what, 20, it wasn't last year, so I got to see him at 2020. Wow, that's not that long ago. So, it was like right before the pandemic. This was like the last concert they had before uh, everything shut down. Yeah. So, me and my best friend Antonio, I know I've known him... Not, not as long as you, but, you know, I've known for at least a good 20-something years. Yeah. And I know, he, but he's the one that got me more into uh, Pantera, uh, Skindred, you know, fucking the more metal fucking shit. That's yeah. The, yeah. His kind of shit. And so they, they were coming to Fresno. It was them and uh, Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. And uh, so we had, like, good seat. We've seen one of our good friends that we've known for years, too, so... We know we got some pictures together and everything, and uh, you're and, telling me you got pictures with corn? No, oh, no, I wish, oh. <laughs> but you know, uh, we were just fucking like hell yeah, like corn, because you know we kind of heard like the rumors about the pen and everything they shut down, but they hadn't shut down nothing down, so yeah, all right. So we were able to see him, fucking awesome concert. And then... Where did you see him at? At uh, Cylinder Arena. Or not Cylinder Arena. Um, um, Saroyan? Sor- um, Savemart? Uh, Center. Okay. That's a good venue to go to for yeah, a concert. Oh, yeah. Not uh, the greatest for monster trucks. No. 
Not a whole lot of room. Still fun, but not epic. No. Not as much as you want to see him go fucking Yeah, you want to see him fly. You yeah. want to see him do some big <laughs> shit, and they got to hit the brakes. Yeah. But concerts, uh, absolutely great place to go. Yeah. And so, and then uh, 2021, me and my friend Debbie, uh, oh, my friend, she had asked me, she's like, hey, no, the corn's coming. Me and my husband going to go. Hey, do you want uh, do you want to go with us? You know, get your ticket. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And she's like, okay, so we got three tickets. Me, me, him, and you. We go. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. No, fucking, I'm down. And I saw him last year, but my fuck, I think they're supposed to perform with... I forgot who they were going to perform. But then, uh, last minute, that band backed out. And then who gets announced? fucking system of a down whoa i'm like i am fucking going yeah that's awesome so the three of us we're gonna go but her husband's back is real fucked up Mm -hmm. so he can't no do the steps and stuff yeah so so throw him in the mosh pit (laughs) yeah (laughs) he gets stomped on Uh, it might fix his back so she was like hey do you know anybody that would want to go yeah i'm like yeah me motherfucker (laughs) Well, you've been to metal concerts. Yeah. My best friend Chris, he's never been to a metal concert. He's been to, like, Mac Dre, E-40. He's been to, like, hip-hop concerts, but he's never been. But, so... That's the flip side. I don't think I've ever been to a hip-hop concert. So, like, I've the always years, wanted to. The years that me and him know each other, like, we both kind of rubbed off on each other. Yeah. So, you know, he's... Kind of like, like that? I kind of... Oh, you rub me off all the time. <laughs> I don't rub you off, faggot. No way. <laughs> oh, my so, God. So, um, you know, because, like, you know, we're like, we chill and, like, okay, play your music. So, it's like, play Metallica, yeah. uh, Chili Peppers, which he's always loved, but he never knew who the fuck they were. And Lucky Bastard got to see him last year. Uh, Damn it. You know... I'd love to see the Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers in concert. Oh, I seen them; they're awesome. So I was like, okay, you know. So I was like, here, uh, I'm, I'm pay for it. I'm gonna pay for his ticket. I'm telling him, yeah. he's going. I don't give a fuck. You're gonna call off from work. We're going to this fucking concert. Yeah. So I still got the videos. So I, my best friend going going to his first metal concert, and of course, fucking System of Down opens. And then corn again, second year in a row. And my boy was just like, he's watching, he's getting, he has video. He's like watching the The energy shit. level is different. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, this is completely what I expected. I, I would never think anything like this. And he's, and he's like, look at me, he's like, man, I'd hate to be down in the mosh pits. I'm like, I've been in mosh pits like that. My skinny ass has been in mosh pits during fucking mud vein. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, but it completely blew his mind. But, I mean, Corn and they fucking, they're awesome. Especially Jonathan Davis on the bagpipes. Yeah. And we got to talk about fucking that song. Him on the bagpipes. Coming now in concert and just... Everybody's just going fucking ape shit. I mean, that's just so fucking awesome. I mean, like, you cannot describe the vibe and everything you get when you go to these concerts. 
I mean, you know, like, even if you're not a fan, I, my suggestion, go to these, if you get a chance to go to a rock concert, go. Yeah. Because even if you don't like that music, you're going to get a vibe. Everybody's going to show you respect. Everybody's going to show you love. You don't have to get down on the mosh pit, but even if you don't know the songs and shit... No, I mean, at least you can say you've tried it. You know, you can't say you don't like something if you haven't tried yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Now, you can say you don't like studio albums. That's one thing that's different. But yeah, yeah. if you go to a live concert, it's definitely a different experience. That's like saying I hate jury duty. No, I've done jury duty. That shit fucking sucks donkey dick. I've done it too. I don't like it. It sucks ass. I don't get paid. I get paid like a prison worker because you get like eight cents an hour or some shit like that. It's fucking well, gay. I've got called for, but... I win the interviews, but they never called me, so... Yeah, no, I just go in there and tell them I hate every race. But you're white. Yeah, white people suck. And then they're fucking... They're, what? Yeah, I don't like them all. Oh, well, you're half, though. Yeah, I'm half-breed. So, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling them, you know, like, hey, you know what? He, he's guilty. Okay, so, um... Going back to, uh... Uh... The corn <laughs> question you had? Uh, going back to Freak on Leash. Yeah. The, 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 vi- the video. Yeah. You know, it goes off into... Remember, the, there's that cop that was chasing all those kids. Chasing, and then that one little girl catches a bullet at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. and then... Uh, so, what happened was... <clears throat> the uh, the the beginning of that video, it goes in. It goes into, like, the real world. And that's the video for Falling Away From Me. Ah. So, that's... See, all, I never put that together. It's almost... Uh, you know, because it, it shows the cop, he's looking through, like, the bullet hole, mm. and then it goes into the video. See, that's just why I brought this episode up, because I can bounce this off of you, and you'll come up with, you'll put this shit together. You got uh, that time to where you can sit there and you'll reference that, and I'll be like, holy shit, I never realized fall, that. Falling away from me is definitely one of my, it's definitely one of my top five. What favorites. was the first album you owned by them? I mean, CD. Stolen, bought, whatever. CD, damn. I yeah. think I think I had uh, they had peaches on tape. Hmm. I remember one time when we were skating with our friends, we would go out to uh, the Visalia when they opened a new skate park. Uh huh. And there was a band there playing a song, a horrible song that they, a horrible cover of Blind. And they were writing their own lyrics to it. And my buddy Nathan Swift, he was there, and uh-huh. he's like, dude, that's blind. And I'm like, what? He goes, that's blind by corn. He goes, listen. And I'm like, holy shit, that is. Life he goes, is and they're butchering it. Was. But it was, uh, he does, Nathan Swift, he plays like bluegrass mm-hmm. music now. Yeah. I saw him concert down at Fatty Albert's here in town. He's pretty good, man. That dude can fucking, he can make that little banjo scream, dude. He's good at it. Oh, yeah. What? A banjo. Yeah, bluegrass. He does bluegrass, southern <laughs> southern rock type stuff now. Okay. Yeah, he went from emo, gothic type stuff back in the day, which in our generation call it goth. This generation calls it emo, whatever. Um, but he does bluegrass style music now. I don't know if he still does a band or not, but I know his brother uh, runs some t-shirt place out in Visalia or something like that, and Nathan does a band, and it's pretty good shit, dude. Oh, yeah. I know the first album I owned was the Follow the Leader album, and I remember playing that everywhere. 
And it felt like I was jumping into the game late mm-hmm. because everybody else had already done Adidas and Blind mm-hmm. and listened yeah, to all life, these songs. Life is peachy. Life is peachy. I'm life sorry. Is that, peachy. That, that, that was, uh, I think, their first album, Life is Peachy. Yeah. I mean, you can look it up on their discography, but. Yeah. I mean, the dudes, they know their shit. They turned their tragedy and pain into art and music and success and fame and fortune and. Now they're not questioning how much a gallon of milk is, or or, or oh no, I got a flat tire. You know they don't question that no more because they mm-hmm. turn their tragedy into success, and there's something to be said about that. You know we can't all do that, yeah. but it is it is <clears throat> inspiring to see a band come from dirt nothing, Bakersfield, California, where they just pump oil out of the ground, stripper clubs, and Buck Owens Country Palace, where you have a bar and a burger and a you know, a, a country show. Uh, There's nothing out there but a big fucking mall and a drag strip. You know, drag racing cars, not that transmission tranny fucking tuck your sack back shit. We're talking cars and dirt fields and farming. And they came from a, the streets of nothing to, mm-hmm. you know. One of the biggest bands in the world. One of the big, and started a whole new genre, brought it to mainstream. Yeah. yeah I mean, and- dude. Did you look up to see if they did Grammys? Did they win Grammys? That Which a, a, everybody a, everybody shits on a Grammy, but it's still another award. It's yeah, still I something mean, it's to like be recognition. Music award, but no. Um, I I will look it up, but I, I gotta say one of my favorite songs that I always hear uh, at work is uh, um, it's on, it just comes on random on my Pandora. Yeah, and uh, Here to Stay comes on. Here to Stay. I like I like Falling Away from Me. I like oh, yeah, Alone course. I Break when they're in the sewer. I, I break, yeah, that that's another fucking awesome, but... That one punches me in the chest because like, dude, that's how I feel sometimes when you're alone okay, in see, your thoughts. So, so this is how I feel about uh, Hit or Stay. Because I got a, the lyrics right here. It said, uh, this, ta- this time I'm taking it away. I got a problem with me getting in the way. Not by design. So I take my face and bash it into a mirror, and I won't have to see the pain. Mm. So and then the chorus goes, uh, the hurt inside is fading, this shit's gone way too far. All this time I've been waiting, oh I can't grieve no anymore. For what's inside awaking, I'm not, I'm not a whore. You've taken everything and I cannot give any more. Wow, there's levels to that, dude. So, for me, sometimes I, I get to my breaking point. I mean, like, with work, or I mean, I I feel overwhelmed. and Yeah, life gets to you. And just, just you know, just, every, yeah, life in general. And I hear the song, and I just fucking, just like, fuck it. I just, you know, I have it in my apron, because I have a, a three-pocket apron, so I have it right in the middle. Oh, so you're a good housewife. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you have it in your in your satchel. Well, I, fucking yeah, you can have uh, microwave dinners for. <laughs> but you know, like I hear the song and I just like, and I know whatever I'm going through that, that for some reason that song like it calms me down because I mean you know there has to be a reason why Jonathan Davis did the lyrics like that. So he yeah. should have been. He was probably going through something. Yeah, he's dealing with inner he's pain. Old. He's dealing with his childhood, and, his upbringing, and that's life. what no, and that's. The beauty of music. I mean, it's just li- liter- lyrics like that. Yeah. You know, you can speak to anybody. And it didn't take 30 different people to write the song. He wrote it from his heart, from his feelings, his yeah. passions. And and you can, you know, game recognizes game. Artists, million dollar artists, uh, simple 
you know, kickback cats like us, did, did, we're feeling the same thing. Just because you got a billion dollars or a million dollars or you've been on TV doesn't mean you don't have the same experiences as no. us. Doesn't mean you don't have the same, you know, <clears throat> heart pumping drama in your head or bad dreams or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. life sucks sometimes. Yeah, or just like uh, Green Day. Um uh, wake me up when uh, November ends. Yeah, dude, that song hurts. And that's you know him losing his father. Yeah, and I can relate to that. Yeah, because you know I've you know, it's going on eighteen years that I it's but I, and, I and you find you find new ways of dealing with it, but I, you, I hear the hurt that, never goes away. And I hear that song exactly. Uh, you the the lesson I learned was it never goes away. You learn to live with it. You learn and, to live with it. You find new ways of coping. And I and you know talk you no know, getting it out like this. Uh, talking to my best friend that who also lost his father. Yeah, um, you find common ground. You find a, a way and, that you're uh, not and alone. Other, and other people too that I you know close friends that I didn't know that you know lost yeah. like really close ones and stuff. So yeah, you know it's like an outlet for all of us. We all know it's like okay, you know, hey, going through this. Uh, you know, my buddies. You know, it's like his dad. You no. Know, <clears throat> he lost his dad, so it'd be like his birthday or the anniversary of him passing away. Yeah, I always reach out to him. I was like, "Hey, bro, hey, you know, if you're not working, no, let's, you know, go grab a beer. You know, not, yeah, not too hard because I know, I know him. Well, there's songs like Pop Evil, <laughs> yeah, torn, what, torn to pieces, torn to pieces. That song rips me up. And anybody you, I know you, that's lost their dad, you you send me that. I've oh. sent you that. I've sent that to a few people. And I know I got to send that to my gal. I, I know. I, I'm so I, yeah to throw that in there yeah she got me tied tied down to a gal i showed my boy chris that (laughs) one and we both like you know we're like we're all having a good time and he'd be like hey you know could we be getting deep conversations yeah and then he's like hey throw that song on i was like all right and then we just like you know we we get like a little emotional he's like all right no throw something else on we know something more and, and, and we're getting uh, soft in front of you, bro. And then uh, 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 Red Light King, uh, Red Light King, Old Red Man. Light. Which one? Old Man. Do you, let me put a piece of that on. I don't remember that one. Right now. I uh, know I've heard that song, but that that one's escaping me. Yeah. So that that one. Uh, There's a few songs that get to me. There's Chris Webby's Whistle, hmm. um, Pop Evil, Torn to Pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so the uh, Old Man was, uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, Neil Diamond. Neil, uh, Neil Young, sorry. Neil Young, yeah, old man. So, or his was young man, I think, wasn't it? Old man. And so he took uh, this uh, Red Light King, took the same music, and did it for his dad. <clears throat> and luckily, before his dad passed away, um, he was able to hear the song. So this was like maybe four or five years ago when right. they released the video on YouTube. Okay. And you know everybody comments and everything, and I I commented I'm like you know you saw I I can resonate with well, what you gone through I lost my father too, no that's so awesome. You commented on Red Light King's song on uh, yeah on YouTube. Oh no shit. And he actually replied back. Fuck yeah, dude, that's awesome. I'm like, whoa, that 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 fucking blew my mind. I mean that's. You know, next. That's uh, that's see. That's next. That's, that's next what I like Kevin about Smith certain artists <laughs> liking my tweet, <laughs> dude. I like certain artists or or um, people of of you know certain um, how do you say it uh, media presence, right? And they reach out and respond 
they may happen to be on the computer at the same time that you commented or they had a little downtime and they're wanting to comment back mm-hmm. and they reach out to their fans. That's a sign of a good artist, a true artist that gives a shit about their fans and I yeah. like that. So let's put it on here. Red Light King. How do, is it two words? Yeah. Red Light King. Old Man Lyrics? Yes. Okay, let's see how that... Let's see if that jogs my memory here. Red Light King, Old Man. We n- we might not be able to talk over it. I noticed last time we played some of that music, it was hard to hear us over it. Yeah, so, so we'll just uh, let it play a little bit, and uh, of course it's going to be a Of course an ad, because we're broke motherfuckers. <laughs> no, we're not broke. We're, our bills are paid. Exactly. <laughs> Broke is different than being um, poor. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's different levels to it, so. Well, damn, the song's like 12 years old. Starts off with a guy skateboarding. Mm-hmm. You can hear the wheels grinding. Yet, but it sounds good. I think I might have heard this one. I like it. I like that. That's pretty good. I don't know how much we can get away with and still yeah. not get copyright issues, but yeah, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's probably one of my favorite songs. I mean, I've I've heard a few others by him, but I mean that one just the knowing the background that he did it for his dad and his dad was able to listen to it before he passed away. Yeah, I mean that is so fucking awesome. You know, like something, and then just like torn to pieces. Um, that. That one's another, for me, powerful song. What's a what was the corn song that affected huh? you? Uh, oh, the one that we're talking about. The one that the one that you you uh, uh talking about where he's dealing with his emotional oh, pain. Oh, uh, hit or stay. Here to stay. Let's see. We gotta we gotta throw some corn in. This episode's about corn. <laughs> Start yeah. playing in Red Light King and shit like that. We can't play uh, too much. Uh, Not too much, but enough to where... But at least you guys can maybe um, hear the music and uh, maybe hear some of the lyrics. I mean, uh, if, if YouTubers can get out there and, and uh, you know, do reaction videos, we should be able to do a little bit of audio. Yeah. So, I mean, not too much, but... No, nah, we'll do about 30 seconds or so. Uh, a little bit of something. Let's try 45. Yeah, let's go 45. Let's push the issue. 
Is that a little kid watching TV? Is that supposed to be him as a child? I don't know. Pretty low, huh? Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. YouTube trying to be a jackass right now. Well, maybe they just held it. Oh, it's the beginning of the video. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the beginning of the video, the so. There you go. Dude, the opening in concert, freaking! Oh, lights going off, flashing. If you have epilepsy, oh, you be fucked. Yeah, so, so much. Black. Like when the video is playing, you gotta speak up over it because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be too loud for us to yeah. hear ourselves over it. No, this song in uh, in concert was fucking awesome. Now, that where he's saying the hate turns into, or the pain turns into hating, he's mm-hmm. hating himself, he's cutting, he's a cutter, and he's, <coughs> that's the way he can feel something, right. and his inner pain's coming out, and all that, so that's a dangerous road to be on if you're a cutter and stuff like that, you know, I know friends, I've had friends that were cutters back in the day, and it's it's a, it's a dicey road, because you're just one step away from slicing your wrist. You know, at one time I, I did. You I, were a cutter? I, I cut my arms, this... Uh, on the outside, never went inside. I just, um, my first, uh, real love, uh, had dumped me, so I was, like, in a depression, and I was just... Yeah. I will just take, like, a dull knife and just kind of just, you know... Yeah, I mean, it's a dicey road to I be mean, on. It, I mean, it was fucked up. Now I look back at it, and I was like, no, what the fuck was I thinking? Because me and her are still friends. Yeah, exactly. But it's a shitty slope was, to be on, tw- you know? I was only 23 years old, too, at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was like my first real relationship. I mean, like, I dated, but I think more, it was more just, okay, let's be in a relationship, let me get what I want, and then, you know, you can go fuck off. <laughs> I was a fucking asshole when I was little, or younger, I should say. <clears throat> but um but no you know corn i mean this is just one band that you know that has some lyrics that you know that anybody can you know uh apply to their own lives you know if if you're going through something you know just you know don't don't talk to somebody you yeah. know put on, put on some music i mean for me i mean when i feel down and i i I mean, you know, sometimes I do it wrong, I end up getting fucked up or something, but I take it in the wrong way, but, you know, I go hang out with some friends, I hang out with family, um, you know, my mom always makes me feel better, um, you know, music, music is a powerful thing, I mean, a lot of people just, um, don't realize, you know, how much, uh, music can help them, and, uh, it's sad about you know everything that does happen in the world, but 
Um, you know, that's what I thought too. There's always somebody out there that's gonna that, that music can, helps, the, and the music will help, and it'll be there because <clears throat> I've seen uh, like interviews of these bands um, uh, uh, responding from uh, responding to twit uh, tweets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. off of Twitter, and and they're just you know like there's like one like thirty year old song, but somebody that's you know, wasn't even born when the song came out. Like, oh, you know this. You know, and it your, just reached out and touched song, a part of their soul. You your know? song really uh, uh, resonated with me. You know, you helped me go through. I was thinking about you know, you know, killing myself. But you know, I mean, it's that's the power of music. That's how I feel about like when I listen to metal or rage music or something. Sometimes. It's it's a way of screaming without me having to scream. Yeah. It's a way of of just getting frustration out without it being me. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why I want to learn guitar is because there's some things that you can say with a guitar that are intangible. Right. You can't grasp it. You can't see it. You can feel it. And you can say so much without saying anything at all. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, you know, torn to pieces that... that they, he says a lot, even though he has lyrics. He's saying a lot, like oh, he'll yeah. never be half the man he thought he could be, or that, hope that he'd be half the man that you wanted him to be. You know, talking to his dad and that whole song, like every, it's it's just every, for me. Every it's a lyric, mood. It's a feeling. It's a vibe that yeah. you just can't. If you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, if that song that every lyric, I I was like, you know, for me, it's 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 hard for me to like. I haven't listened to that song in a long time. Yeah, I know. Just because it's it's it it, it touches an area that's not easy. Yeah, and it's it's one of those that okay, um, um, I'm, I've I finally accepted. You know, I'm finally right. get, I'm getting. I mean, it's been 18 years. I mean, at po- at and, some point <clears throat> when you finally accept it, it's like, what other choice do you really have? Yeah. But it's it's. But, um, but it's still—it's a personal growth moment that you need. Well, the the exception, it's—I mean, it's not completely gone. I mean, with no, my, and it never will be. But with like with my grandfather, I'm accepted. I mean, that's it, it's not, a little different you know, as a grandparent as it is the one who helped give you life. Yeah, and then, it's and it's a even, different. Yeah, even William too. Um, because it, you it, you have emotional stake in certain people. Yeah. Not to say that you don't have it in Grandpa, but it, it was a different emotional stake. Because he was so much older, and and, and that and was then, that was learning your family history, your past, always having a beer with him. There there's certain things that you just can't replicate. You never had that beer with your dad, but yeah. you did have those bonding experiences, those learning, yeah. and so that that whole emotional stake is is everybody's got a piece of real estate in your heart, All right? And depending on how much real estate each one has, and, and and the way they impacted your life, it holds a different value on mm-hmm. a different level. It doesn't mean it's any less relevant than the next one. Right. Like the memories of your dad aren't any less valuable than those of your grandpa, but. Mm. They they have a certain hold on you, right. and, and certain it, songs, and certain it, vibes. That's what I mean about certain songs and guitar notes yeah. and things like that. There could be no words like Santana, his whole career, no lyrics. He had guest singers come in and do. He oh, never yeah. said a word. The, uh, supernatural, but the, yeah. I, I or forget, coma I, coma oyeva. 
the, those oh, songs that was back in the, what the seventies. Yeah. yeah, but that song, the the Va one, Como yeah. Elia Va or whatever, that one right there, dude. I hear that and it just fucking, I'm gone, dude. It takes me to a different place. Black Magic Woman, dude. Yeah, dude. See, there's it's old. and he said a lot and he never mm. said a fucking word. Yeah, he spoke through. His he guitar. did a couple. Yeah, not oh, he didn't really do. Oh, yeah. well, he didn't do I, sixteen on, bars on and shit. Supernatural you know, like, uh, too. Um, well, they had he had Everlast. Uh, he had yo that that fucking song I love. Yeah, put um, the lights on. Turn the lights on. Turn, yes. turn the lights on. And then uh, you had a Maria Maria. He had the dude uh, from Matchbox Twenty. Um, uh, uh, Rob Thomas. Rob um, Thomas. That's um, it. What's the fuck's the name of the song? Um. Uh, oh my god, I could. Which one, Rob Thomas? Yeah. Uh. 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 uh, uh smooth. Yeah. And. And then uh, he did one with uh, Michelle Branch. Yeah, uh, Michelle Branch uh, was pretty hot. That that, that that video, that song was good, but he, he never, I mean, he would be, maybe be backup, but you know the whole fucking song is Santana. And that's the when fucking... Santa When Santana gets on a whale, when he starts wailing on those strings, uh-huh. dude, it it's a whole personality. Yeah, because like... Everlast. And you feel it. You're like... You're not just hearing it. You're feeling it. Yeah. And it, if you don't feel it, obviously that ain't the style for you. I mean, some people rap because they can't sing. Some people <laughs> sing because they can't rap. Mm. Some yeah, can't it's, do it's either. Whole, it's just... I look at music like I look at custom cars, like I look at anything else. Mm-hmm. It... You take, for instance, music. There's several different genres. There's millions of ways to do it, millions of ways to reach an audience, million ways to pour yourself into it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a car. There's a million different... There's low riders. There's, you know, classic muscle. There's imports. There's, you know, interior designing them, exterior paint jobs. There's suicide doors. There's a million ways to express yourself. And what you got to do is find what inspires you and pour yourself into it. My fucking problem is... I have too many addictions. I pour myself into this podcast, into the video games, into the guns, into the music, into the cars, into the. Mm. I can't help myself. And you know, and I appreciate you know you you know taking your time out just to do this. No, I appreciate you bringing the idea up. I'm having fun, dude. This stupid little thing that just came up. As as much as we banter back and forth, we also learn something from each other. It's just it's a whole different. I like to talk, but and it's not just like us. I mean, you know, our listeners too, and yeah, you know, and, hey, and we appreciate every one of you. Yeah, dude, if this you don't has understand been a, what we're saying, we're doing season two right now. What the fuck, you know? And that, how, what, I never thought we would make it 13, this far. 13, or eleven real episodes, and then we two had ten real episodes. We had a May the fourth, and then uh, Revenge of the fifth, yeah, which was a quick episode. But you know, hey, we're back. We're back on the air. We're back and doing doing our thing. Uh-huh. Um. So, what I wanted to do is, like, let's do, we had a two-week break. Right. Um, and it kind of went unspoken. The first week, we knew we were going to take off. The second week, we didn't even message each other. We were just like, yep, we're taking a second week. We didn't even <laughs> talk to each other. That's how in tune we are. Yeah. Because A, it was Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. B, yeah. I was burned out. I'm tired. Yeah. I wanted a second week anyways. I had serve day coming up that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I had a meeting that night. So here's what happened. That Friday night of Mother's Day weekend, I had a meeting over at Glad Tidings Church. We go over there and get laid out for serve day, which 
I got mechanical skills, so I know how to work on cars. So I always sign up for doing the oil changes for widows, trying to give back. Okay. Last year, it was me, uh, one Hanford PD officer. He had hurt his back, so he was just kind of guiding, helping me guide some of the kids on how to do the oil changes. But I was the one going up and down, up and down, up and down, uh, doing the oil changes, the pans, the you know filters, all that stuff. And I had a bunch of youngsters helping me. So I'm teaching them at the same time I'm doing the oil changes. And... It was bananas. I was so exhausted by the end of it. This year... Well, how did that feel, though? I mean, teaching these kids how to do that kind of shit. I, 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 it was not only giving back to the community. It was teaching the kids because this next generation needs to know how to do this shit. You need to know when you're getting taken advantage of. And it might not have been a whole lot for me, but it might have changed their whole view on it. They might have been... It could have went one of two ways for these kids. They could have been like, this is the greatest thing ever. I feel more empowered. I feel... More self-reliant is very fascinating. I want to know more about this. I want this. This is going to be my life now. Well, they could be like, oh, okay, thanks for the oil chain. It, it could. Well, no, the, that was for the widows. But the oh, kids, yeah, the but. kids were helping. They could have been like, this sucks. This is hot. This is hard work. Uh, I don't like this. Maybe I'll go back to school and better my life so I can pay somebody to do this and I don't have to. There's two benefits to it. They find out it sucks. They don't want to do it. Or they find out this is the coolest fucking shit ever. I'm going to start doing more research. And then they might spin off and do something totally different in their life and start a whole car brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, when I did the serve day, it was... Um, oh, you want to do the updates? I'm not going to do that. Fuck that new shit. Get the fuck out of here. Doing updates in the middle of recording, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm going to do that shit. Get the fuck out of here. So this year for serve day, we did our meeting... And it turns out there was a guy that I used to that I had played poker with over at my brother's house. He used to be a service tech for for Dodge Mopar for ten years. He's now a service rider at Hyundai here in Hanford. Okay. Um, and his neighbor is a diesel mechanic or something like that. So I had two guys who knew what the fuck they were doing, have tools. We knocked out four cars in the first fucking hour, and we had like ten to do. As last year, I think we had eleven or thirteen, something like that. And so this year, um, uh, the guy's name was Matt, oddly enough, Matt. Um, but he <laughs> knew name. he knew how to read VIN numbers, so he could say, oh, that one's a Chevy, that one's a Mercedes, that one's this, or a BMW. We had he, one gal with a BMW. numbers like that? We had one gal with a BMW, and the car smelled like a dentist's office, but this is for widows, so you got to keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing maybe this oh, was her husband's. Office. Oh, hell no. Oh, what? What the, why can I smell that shit now? What dentist office? Oh my god! It yeah. smells like well, I, I thought it was a good smell. It was like the the like cotton balls, the fluoride, and, and I, I thought it was yeah. a good smell. Oh hell no! But what I thought of was like, how did this guy get this car? I forgot. Oh yeah, we're doing oil changes for widows. Um, so this could have been her husband's car. Mm. It could have been the last thing he bought when they were together. It could be a precious memory. So we did everything we could to make sure this car was tip top. And it had one of the coolest engines in there, one of the coolest oil reset deals. Like you know how it reminds you. Mm-hmm. And it was um, it was an immaculate fucking car, um, but it had this tiny little four cylinder twin turbo engine in it. And, dude, it was just a big car, and it only took like four and a half quarts of oil or something. But mm-hmm. it was easily the most unique car we saw that day, and. When we got done with all these oil changes, um, the two other guys that knew what they were... It was like we spoke the same language. It worked in such harmony. 
it was like one one guy would be under there draining the oil, the other guy would be grabbing the oil filter. Some of them were from the top, some were from the bottom, mm-hmm. and then the other guy would be draining it into a pan or bucket so we could dispose of it. Um, we didn't have to talk very much. We did talk, obviously, but we didn't have to communicate a whole lot. When we said the words like, oh, clear, we knew, clear, we just respond with the word clear. We knew it was time to let the car down, pull the jacks. Everything was perfect. You guys knew what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, it was awesome, you know, and yeah, it, it made cool. the process so much less tiring. I didn't. I came home, I wasn't tired, I was able to stay up the rest of the day. Um, and one guy has friends down at Toyota just like I do, so he was able to go dump all these 50 quarts of oil with no problem, because you go down to O'Reilly's, they want you to dump like four or five or six. Mm-hmm. Well, we have 50 fucking quarts. <laughs> so, and then some of these cars were burning oil, so there wasn't quite 50 quarts, but on average. And so he was able to dump the oil. I went to go dump the pans, and we all took our tools home, and it was a successful day. The thing was is that that Friday night, I didn't get to sleep. I had woke up at 1.30. I had done this. I went back to bed. I woke up at 3.30, met the dude over at the church where we were getting the oil pans from um, at 6 o'clock, got over to the job site where we were going to do the oil changes at 7 o'clock, we didn't start changing oil till 8.30, and I'm all running on three hours of sleep. And then that night before, I had done, uh, I got out of the serve day meeting, went to my buddy who's one of the sheriffs here in town, and he um, had me work on a ceiling fan, and I did that as a housewarming gift. And then we stood out there talking for an hour, and then I got home and didn't sleep, and then got three hours and did the serve day. And uh, it was just a whole process for that for that weekend and then i hit you know i donated blood the week before that picked up some ceiling fans and stuff at yard sales for mother's day i went and put a ceiling fan in my mom's house so now she can't complain oh i want a ceiling fan in the living room so i did that and uh so now she can't complain about that what's going on you want to take a break yeah i'm just gonna pause yeah yeah let's pause let's take a break i gotta take a leak yeah me too we'll be right back with the magic of studio Okay, so we're back. Um, so okay, so what did you do Mother's Day and all that stuff? So Mother's Day, um, well that Friday, Friday Saturday, um, as part of uh, Mother's Day's gift for my mom, I took to go see uh, Guards of the Galaxy Three. Yeah, and we we both really enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was well done because this is James Dun- James Gunn's uh, last uh, foray in Marvel. Because now he's like president of DC, so now he has a whole timeline of movies that you know he wants to produce and everything. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Now I took mom to, to go eat. Um, we went to go see the movie, and she had eight, so we went to the house. I ordered a pizza, and we hung out and stuff. And then that Mother's Day, um, she had church. And, uh, uh, so, me, her, and Athena, uh, we all got together, and, uh, we went, where the hell did we go eat? We went to go eat, um, I can't remember where we go eat, <laughs> but we went to go eat, you know, just the three of us. Yeah. And, and, and it was really nice, I mean, my mom was able to, you know, spend time with her kids, um, and then, you know, you know, usually, you know, I have that regular work week. And uh, last Saturday, um, and then I was, uh, Friday, I 
hanging out with one of my boys, and yeah. Saturday he had to go to Visalia because he had to go to the chef store because you know he does teppanyaki and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. So he had to go and uh, pick up some trays because uh, he was making like alchilis and um, um, uh, shrimp uh, cocktails and some kind of shit like that. So we had to go out there, and so we we're leaving town and. Now I was like, man, oh, it'd be nice to go see my grandpa. And he's like, you know what? We'll go after. I'm yeah. like, okay. And, you know, so we went out there. We were in Visalia for a while. We got there about 10 o'clock. Shit. We didn't leave Visalia till about 2 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so we were out there. Well, the a little whole, mini road trip. The whole time. Yeah, and it was cool. I mean, like, you know, uh, of course, you know, we stopped by the store and I got to Grab a couple beers. Yeah. You know, we went to the chef's store for his shit. I was like, hey, let's go eat. So we went to this place. It's an old, uh, like, 50s, 60s style diner. It's like, almost like a Chubby's. The one out there on Mooney? Yeah. Uh, okay, you know that time. used it's, to be Merle's? It's called Good Time Cafe. Oh, you're talking about a different place, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you walk in and, you know, there's, you know, murals of, you know, uh, Marilyn Monroe, James Dean... Elvis, uh, they have an old poster of the Wizard of Oz, uh, and they had fucking the Honeymooners playing on a TV. No, not the Honeymooners, it was fucking, uh, um, I Love Lucy's playing on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and all these burgers are named after, uh, uh, like movies, like 50s, 60s movies, like, there's one called Rio Bravo, which I got. Yeah. It's a sandwich with, uh, Cut up chicken uh, with uh, pepper jack, uh, jalapeno, I love me some pepper jack. and uh, jalapenos. And, uh, you know, the food was, well, my buddy's like, I don't, he's looking at the menu and he's like, I don't know, I don't think that, I was like, no, dude, hey, come on, you said you want to come over here, let's just fucking try something and yeah, whatever. So, you know, he, I forgot, he got a big old burger, it was like three stack. Yeah. With all kinds of shit in there. And I just got this little thing. I, I <laughs> hope you don't show that off. <laughs> Your little thing. I don't know. It's uh, big enough. Uh, so <laughs> Two inches of pure fury? <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever it is. Uh, so <laughs> we, he was like, hey, all right, no, I'll give you half of my burger. I'm going to try half of that. Fuck, uh, the burger was good. But he said my sandwich was better than his burger. It's just a small little burger like this. Yeah. But it had uh, buffalo chips, mm. you know, uh, really good fries, you know. And uh, so we're about to take off, and I was like, hey, man, hey, where's the comic book store? So, oh, yeah, no, it's up here. You know, it's up there on Mooney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we found it. You know, okay. Fucking, we didn't even get in to look at the goddamn comics. Yeah. The first thing we saw was this case full of pop dolls, Funko Pops. Yeah. And all of them have uh, these stickers on them. They were saying like 10 bucks or whatever. And so we're like, what? so what the fuck does that mean? They were like, well, whatever that price is on that tag, it's half off. So if it says 35 bucks, so yeah, half like- of that. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So we started looking. And uh, he was like, hey, look at this Darth Vader. No fucking uh, I looked, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. Um, 
I didn't take any pictures. It's still, uh, it's going to be an old post. <laughs> but uh, I was like, yeah, okay. So I got um, <laughs> I got a Darth Vader. And then I seen uh, Tigra from Thundercats. No way. 80s Tigra. I haven't seen Thundercats in fucking years. This is an 80s style Tigra. I'm like, okay, definitely I'm getting that. And we're looking at some anime ones. My boy, he picked up uh, two um, uh, 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 Demon Slayer. Uh, really? Uh, what's his name? Um, the main character. Are you talking about the one who likes apples? Yeah, uh, the the main... No, uh, the main dude. Oh, Light uh, Yagami. No, no, no. Oh, no, you, you mean Demon, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Okay, Demon I'm thinking Slayer. of Death Note. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dumbass. Hey, that, hey, if I could get Ryuk... As a pop doll, that'd be fucking dude. Dope. <laughs> I like the Demon Slayer, especially when they fought on the train. Yeah, and that is a killer show. Yeah, and the Mungan Train. Yeah. yeah. So he he picked up two of those, and of course I was looking, and and I saw Edward Edward Ulrich from uh, Brotherhood. I don't know that from one. Full Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one yet. Oh, you gotta watch it. It's fucking dope. I still haven't seen Black Clover that you recommended. Oh, dude, that was that's another. One. I've been binge watching. I've been watching it at night, but then I fall asleep and I wake up and I'm like, oh fuck, you know, I'm already like four episodes. I slept through four episodes or something. Um, but you know, yeah. So we didn't even get to go look at the comics or anything. We just like stood there for like half an hour looking at all these different pop dolls. I mean, they had uh, like Beast, uh, you know, from the uh, X Men uh, live uh, live action um, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Beauty and the yeah. Beast. Yeah. So I mean, there was a bunch of like anime pop dolls, and so then they had these uh, grab bags. It's uh, what you get. What like a mystery grab bag? Yeah, or? yeah. So it has like three comics in it. Uh, well, you get one for eight, or you get three for twenty, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, okay, no, let me get one. So I opened it up, and I think it was a couple of Batman and some comics I never heard of. I just looked at them real quick. I saw God, <laughs> and you know, so um, you no, know, we got uh, we got back to in town. Uh, well, we we're just leaving Visalia, and you know, we had to use the bathroom, so we stopped by the store, and I was like, hey, we're gonna stop by. And he's like, yeah. So my boy's like, hey, you gonna bring uh, Grandpa a beer, right? I was like, well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And he's like, yeah, I know him. It's just like a Modelo. So I was like, no, nah, Grandpa like Corona. Good man. So we get over there. They had no six-packs of Corona. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, ah, you know what? Modelo's the next best thing. And, you know, Grandpa didn't really give a shit as long as it was fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of remembered where... Uh, my grandpa's uh, 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 graves at, and uh, <clears throat> so I was like, "Wait a second, I'm not in the right spot." So my buddy, I was like, "Hey, you know what? Here, just stay here, and I'm let me go." So I tried to call my mom, and I went to voicemail, left her voicemail. So I'm walking. I was like, "Wait a second, I know it's somewhere here on the right hand side." So I walk up quite a little bit. And then I, there it is. I found it. I was like, okay, so turn back, tell my buddy, hey, come on. 
So he comes up, and we get the beers, pop them open, set one there with Grandpa. We popped ours open, and it's just, you know, kind of talk to Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, you know, you know this is uh, my buddy Martin. You know, you, you would have loved, you know, his food. I mean, he loves to cook just like you did. Yeah. You know, but he doesn't know how to make menudo. And it's like, I kind of remember how you make menudo, but maybe one time, you know, maybe one day we're going to have to try and try and make uh, it will never be as good as my grandfather's i mean his he made the best fucking menudo and uh so we're there you know we drank the beer for him now i poured one out for him and then uh you know we we called the day and i went home and i ended up uh, hanging out with uh, one of my friends from work uh who's she's really fucking cool a really cool person uh, but I you know that was uh, you know my week. That was my Mother's Day week. But you know I was able to spend time with my mom and spend time with one of my best friends, and plus go see my grandfather. So yeah, I didn't get to spend no time with my girl, but my girlfriend went over to her dad's plot, mm-hmm. put down a beer for her dad, and um, I know I went to take my mom out to eat for Mother's Day. She was hungry, and we had finished the ceiling fan, and she goes, you guys eat yet? And she wanted to pay, and I was like, it's Mother's Day. Are you shitting me? I'm not going to let you pay. What the fuck? And it kind of broke me a little bit financially, but it's Mother's Day. You yeah. know what? I'm not going to let her pay on Mother. Mm-hmm. What kind of dick would I be? I didn't get to spend no time with my gal, but we did put flowers out there at Anthony's mom's plot, and I went back a few days later because before serve day, I was doing that side job, and the side job, the guy wasn't home yet, so... On my way to do the side job, I stopped by to, you know, sit there and have a conversation again. And somebody had stole the flowers. I'm like, what a bunch of pricks, dude. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of ghetto piece of shit steals the flowers? But whatever. And then um, I know I had um, done a few uh, Facebook posts with my buddy Timmy. And mm-hmm. he was like, hey, I got a good one for you on the marry one, fuck one, kill one. <laughs> and he was talking about Peg Bundy. And he goes, I don't know how any, you know, I don't know how Al Bundy would never not want to peg Peg Bundy, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, right? She's smoking hot. Oh, one of the few, well, she, I don't think she was a real redhead, but for the TV show, I think she dyed her hair red, but. Um, oh, yeah, but she had that fucking big old beehive. Big old bouffant hair. It was yeah. just like, yeah, she but was hot, all, like, dude. Aquanet and shit. She was fucking hot. <laughs> and then so he presented the idea, and I feel the same way about the marry one, fuck one, kill one with him, mm-hmm. is Peg Bundy, he would sleep with her. Marcy, the neighbor, the bitchy neighbor, kill uh-huh. her. And then Mary Kelly. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a blonde fan, but I could see that. Okay. I would probably, <clears throat> I, I would probably switch it up and marry Peg Bundy. Just because it's fucking Peg Bundy, bro. And, she's and I'm always, not a blonde and, fan. And she's always horny. So She's always horny, you know. So, you know, that that I like. And because uh, I'm a dirty dog. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that um, this is going to be kind of a, if you haven't heard it already, legendary Tina Turner passed. Yeah. She became popular in the 60s and 70s with Ike doing a lot of live shows. Mm-hmm. What's Love got to do with it, Triumph, mm-hmm. her whole career at her middle age. She died at the age of 83 on Tuesday, May 23rd, after Mother's Day, mm-hmm. um, and this year in 2023. And she died in Zurich, Switzerland, where she became a citizen 10 years ago. And the city she died in was 
Cuz Snatch or whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> it's it's a weird name. I'm probably butchering it. So yeah, if you po- our listeners in Switzerland, I apologize. But she became a citizen ten years ago. Hmm. Rolling Stone labeled her at one point in time one of the greatest singers of all time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was um, I thought that was worth mentioning. Because whether you liked her or didn't like her music, when that voice came on, she was a legendary singer. You knew it was Tina Turner. She's, she's definitely up there with uh, Whitney Houston. Whitney uh, Houston. I don't think she had the range Whitney Houston did, but she but, definitely I mean, had a the, talent were, that like, nobody in, could match. In the 80s, uh, they were both like, up there. Cause, I mean, yeah. Um, I did see uh, a thing today on uh, Facebook. Um, uh, it had to deal with her and Ike. Because, you know, they have a history of uh, him beating her ass. Yeah. You know, just treating her like shit. Yeah, after, that's after, something no woman should ever go through. After, but. after uh, I believe it said, like, 14 years of Damn. marriage. Um, she, after be getting beat, uh, she had to put, like, a, 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 a towel over her head because she had swelling. Just, just all fucked up. And she went to, like, this hotel... And she had like forty three cents in her pocket. Yeah. And she, you know, and this is she was already big, but she was just like whatever. And so throughout the years, um, she was uh, staying with friends. Um, you know, she wasn't really doing music or anything. So they're doing uh, uh, going through the divorce between her and Ike. Um, <clears throat> she pretty much gave him everything. So this is. What you get for the past 14 years. Mm. What's in my future is all mine. Mm. That's the what's the love got to do with it. Oh, so I, I don't know when it was. But it was, it was, I seen it on Facebook. I'm well, like, that was when that happened when she was middle aged. So I think she divorced long before that. And that what's love got to do with it, it was uh, a triumph of her career. That's what, you know, what's all this possession stuff. What's love got to do mm-hmm. with it when I can be successful on my own. But I mean, she did have some other songs uh, uh, too. But that's the most uh, prominent song that anybody. Oh knows. yeah, everybody knows that song. Uh, Blind, bald, pygmy children in New Guinea know that fucking yeah. song. So, yeah. um, I know you had something on Dio. Yes. Okay. So, um, so May twenty fifth, which was yesterday, but in nineteen eighty three. Yes. So we weren't even a year old. Yeah. His album Holy Diver came out. Right. Now, if you hear that song, well, that came out before you were born. Because you were born oh. in August. Yes, I'm saying it's yeah. Oh, this so, is '83. Yeah. We, oh yeah, you're we right. We were I'm already sorry. born. I'm looking at the wrong year. Yeah, you're right. '83. <laughs> so, but if, if you hear Holy Diver, you just hear that. Dun dun dun. Do you know? Dun just, dun dun. But. No, if you're younger than probably thirty, you know, you're not gonna know. You're gonna know Dio, uh, yeah. Disturbs version. Yeah, which I, mean, I thought they did a great cover, and it and the video too is almost the exact as what Dio did. Yeah, but on that album too was that ran- was their debut album? No. Yeah. No, it was his uh, first album um, after he did. Uh, uh, his first album with Black Sabbath after right, Ozzy but that went. was their debut album as Dio though. Was that what yeah, it was? That's I did some homework on that when oh, I saw it. Okay, yeah, because I, I I did see some of it. It said it was his, the the first album after uh, he did his first album with um, 
Black Sabbath. Yeah, that makes it his own debut, his own okay. standalone. So oh, yeah, I was okay. All right, but of course, uh, everybody knows Rainbow in the Dark. Rainbow in the Dark, and then, and then that movie, that movie uh, Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg, uh-huh. where they had that band Steel Dragons. That is all Dio songs. Really, hundred percent. I don't think I ever watched it. You should watch that. It's all Dio songs. Yeah, I, I know of the movie, but I now the storyline in the movie may not have anything to do with Dio, all but right. all the songs are Dio songs. Yeah, and that dude for a short, the dude was only like five three. Yeah, he was a fucking tiny guy. Um, I seen this uh, uh, documentary. Uh, it was called Metal: A Headbanger's Journey. Was and, that about uh, Dio? Old, it's the whole thing. He's a um, he was he was going to school on. I think I know I talked about it before in uh, or last season, but um, this dude he did this whole. Um, uh, he was going to school and he was searching uh, 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 different cultures. So you know he was going to like different countries, seeing how their culture is different from theirs. So they gave him more experience. But he's always been an Iron Maiden fan. Yeah. So he starts going to these concerts, and that's a different culture from you know, let's say a rap concert or something. Exactly. Because you know it's. I mean, he had some, a different experience. Some, some people most. may just go to a rap concert. Oh yeah, no, you know, fuck you, blah blah blah. You know, whatever the rapper do. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything bad about rap. I mean, I love Wu Tang Clan, Tupac. You know, I I do love rap. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's a different kind of thing when you go to a rock concert. Different energy, different vibe, different uh, personality these, to these it. These big, you know, venues and yeah, and so this dude, he was able. Um, able to uh interview Dio. Go to his house. And this dude is probably like six foot and Dio, interviewing a Ronnie James Dio at five foot nothing. Yeah, Dio's just like, you know, just short. But this dude Dio could fucking sing. He had a voice, dude. He, he had the vocals. He was I mean he was so like Rob re- Halford's got the scream, yeah. dude. I mean that dude is legendary scream. Yeah, Dio was is fucking awesome. And he uh Heaven and Hell Mm-hmm. Uh, no one uh, he fronted uh, Black Sabbath you know rest in peace deal and that was you know but just so, see somebody that just tiny like what the hell yeah you would never suspect this little fucking guy you know and he has some to of have the, the big, vocals the like the biggest that. hits that are influential into like today's yeah. rock metal yeah. music Exactly. And, I mean, I mean, he's. I mean, he's definitely up there with Ozzy. I mean, mm. Ozzy's. I mean, Ozzy's no, legendary, dude. Of course, but I mean, with Dio too. And there's. I think this, Dio got overlooked a lot too. Yeah, yeah, because that's when Ozzy went solo. He didn't get the credit he deserved a yeah. lot of times. So Ozzy went solo, and that's when Dio took over Black Sabbath, and he was still with um, uh, Aomi and I think uh, Geezer Butler. I think they're still the same band, but Ozzy. That's when Ozzy was with uh, Randy Rhodes. Mm. R- rest in peace, too. Mm. And Randy Rhodes, I mean, you can hear him on Ozzy's solo albums. You know exactly when that is Randy Rhodes. That motherfucker mm-hmm. was badass. Um, to go back to the marry one, fuck one, kill one, what would you do? You got Peg Bundy, Marcy, and Kelly. What would be your choice? Okay, I'm definitely killing Marcy because she. Everybody was, wants to kill Marcy. She was just a, a Karen ass bitch the whole way. There were some scenes where she looked pretty hot, 
Like, I think Bundy had a fantasy scene or a bad dream or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think there was one of them in there where and Al Bundy had the legendary fat girl jokes on the show as a shoe salesman. Yeah. Those were some of the funniest, <laughs> yeah, I remember you that. know, anti-snowflake, un, you know, you can't get offended. That was just hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, so Peg Bundy, Marcy, and Kelly, you would kill Marcy. Ooh. Would you marry Kelly or fuck Kelly? Would you marry Peg Bundy or fuck Peg Bundy? Can I fuck them both and then I'll kill one well, after? You marry, the one you marry, you're probably going to kill him. Or you're probably going <laughs> to fuck him. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me get a three with the mom and the daughter and then <laughs> we'll, we'll You want to get a threesome with all, all, even Marcy? Oh, fuck it. Throw her in there, too. Marcy, yeah. Well, she's probably, she looks like the type to be telling you you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? That's not how you do it. <laughs> yes, Mom. <laughs> what the fuck? You school teacher ass bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. You want to get to the email? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... Um, Marcy ass bitch. I did, I, did, I did look up some stuff. So, we do have some uh, prominent birthdays today. Oh, rock and roll. Let's so, go. So, uh, May 26th, uh, 1948. Stevie Nicks. Was right on. Of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Love me some Stevie Nicks. So, uh, Miles Davis. No uh, shit. 526. 26. And he's famous for the jazz. He was uh, in jazz, but he died uh, nine nine twenty eight ninety one. Really? And definitely one of my top ten favorite country singers of all time. Hank Williams Jr. Yes. 526-49. So he's a year younger than Stevie Nicks. Wow. And um, I did. I looked up albums, and the only one that actually uh, stood out was May 26, 1967. And who was that? Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh, the Beatles, baby. Eighth album by the Beatles. Those guys were legendary, man. I mean, I still love listening to the Beatles. I'll listen. See, there was a thing that was I've I've noticed. <clears throat> some people like Elvis, some people like the Beatles. Very few like both. I'm one of the few who likes both, and I'm finding that there's more people that like both than I ever thought there were. Because mm-hmm. it was like choosing sides. Like you would choose. Oh, I'm a Beatles fan. Eh, there's a couple Elvis songs, but I don't really listen to Elvis. I listen to Beatles. And then you find the flip side of that. Oh, for, like, youngsters, it may be, like, oh, who's better, Tupac or Notorious B.I.G.? Hmm, I don't know. I think Tupac was a way better poet. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, but, I mean, I, no, Biggie, I enjoy some of his Biggie stuff, had his, his but I think, songs, his I moments. I think his... Tupac had more of a catalog and... And that was more gangster rap. I mean, Biggie Tupac wasn't... didn't just talk the talk; he walked the walk. He wasn't just no. a rapper or a poet. He he had actual poetry in his music. Yeah, as, as thuggish as it sounds. Before he did uh, "All Eyes on Me," uh, his first um, uh, three albums, uh, they were like political because his mom was part of uh, you know Black Panther and all that. Yeah. And actually, they have a documentary now out uh, going on uh, uh, on uh, Hulu called Dear Mama. Mm. So it, it talks about the background of what his mom was going through when, well, when he was younger and all that. 
And speaking of the moms of those two rappers, they actually met up and yeah, hang the out. Gra- and it was the Grammys, I believe. Yeah, they're friends now. Yeah, yeah. They they, they tried to squash that East Coast West Coast yeah, thing. Um, uh, Afini Shakur, um, Tupac's mom, I believe she passed away. Um, Viola, Viola, Viola Wallace. I believe she's still alive. I'm not quite we'll sure. We'll have to cover that in an episode. You have to yeah, write that episode. Yeah, we'll definitely, we could definitely collaborate on that one. Maybe do, you know, do Biggie, like do uh, Tupac or something, and we can just... Yeah, well, um, I don't know much about it. I just know that I liked a lot of the music yeah. that they had. Um, uh, But, yeah, you know what, go ahead and let's... Um, you want to open up the emails? Yeah, let's check out uh, the email. Let's see what um, we got here. Or uh, see what uh, our listeners since the last time. I know we got at least two because it keeps popping up on my phone. And I try and dismiss it. That way I don't answer them till or All look right. at them till we're on the air. I know, I forget notifications uh, from email. I just swipe it and it's like, ah, that's bullshit. So we did a, while we're waiting for it to load, we did one of those uh, safety meeting things today at the Clovis Rodeo Grounds. Mm-hmm. And they gave us a bunch of beer koozies, right? <laughs> well, I got one for my gal because she's a Fresno State fan. So okay. I got a Fresno State Bulldog one for her. And then, because I work for West Tech, they have this right here with the lightning bolt on there because we're electricians, right? On the other side, this is my favorite koozie that they ever put out. And on the other side, it says, What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger, except electricity. That definitely kills you. (laughs) And it's in a camo beer koozie, and it's so fucking cool. And it doesn't fit over my 40-ounce that you got me, or this 24-ounce that you got me. But, you know, got us some shot glasses, got you a a shot glass from there. We don't have anything to break it in. Um, we do have some fireball. Uh, hey, you know what? You yeah. want to put the fireball we in could, there? Uh, you crack one open. I don't know if there's two shots in there or one. Uh, no, these are one shots. Cause, like, these are one shots? We'll pour one in, and we'll see how much it fills it up while I get to this email here. Email time for readyplayerquestions at gmail.com. That's our official business email. Um... You can email us there 24-7, and we will get responses out as fast as we can. <laughs> right to the line, and huh? Will you pour that one for me while I get to this? perfect. That is an exact shot. <laughs> let's see here. We have, uh, let's go to the oldest one from Tim Studer. Oh, yeah. On the, the Transformers. Guy, uh, the Transformers guy. He says... You guys never talked about Avenged Sevenfold in the beginning when they had James Sullivan in Rev in Passing Away, changing the whole algorithm of a band love to hear it. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know what? I wouldn't uh, like to go more into um, Avenged Sevenfold myself. Yeah, um, I they, do. The, I do dig that band quite they, a bit. Um, we can we can co-write an episode on that or whatever you want to do. They they do have some songs uh, that can resonate with me. You um, know, I watched the first Transformers movie again the other day because I own that on Voodoo, mm-hmm. and I don't remember any Avenged Sevenfold in there. No, no. Uh, but but uh, they have um, uh, Dear God. Is yeah, really they do story. have some great songs um, in so there. So far away. Uh, so that, far away, that one will hit that, you. That one, it it reminds me of William every time I hear it. Mm, and yeah. just, just thinking about it. And, uh, there oh are my, some great 
that great songs from them. That was like best. The dude best lost his best friend, and that's uh, oh yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I we, definitely we regret will. not covering Avenged Sevenfold <laughs> and that and that whole deal. But it is it is hard when we fly off the cuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we started talking about just random. We, yeah, we kind of just that's kind of our thing. Um, we just kind of fly off the handle but, sometimes. You know, but yeah, you know, man, de- great de- email, dude. Definitely, uh, thank you for the email. But definitely this season. Yeah, uh, we're definitely we, gonna have to will. throw uh, an, an episode about Avenged Sevenfold yes. in there. Let's yes. go back, and we got a new one just today. From Karina, jokes for folks. <laughs> oh, and so happy you guys are back. Very missed. Ready for season two. Got the popcorn bucket there in the emoticon. <laughs> okay, so, um, hey guys, just going to leave this here for you. Enjoy. What has a head and a tail but no body? Now, I know this one because I'm a dad joke motherfucker. I have a head and a tail but no body. What am I? <laughs> Do you go, do you know what it is? I uh, no. It's a coin. Oh, uh. <laughs> it's a coin. I stump people with that sometimes. Oh my god! I got oh, one for Timmy Karina. and for Karina. If you guys oh. listen to this episode, I got one for you. That uh, oh if you get god. the answer right, I will build you a custom Bluetooth speaker because nobody answered the question about what game that was from, and that was from Spear of Destiny that turned into Wolfenstein, the Mine Laven track. Mm. Yeah. So. If you guys answer this riddle correctly, between the two of you, I'll build you a custom Bluetooth speaker. Wait, she has more on there. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to get to that. It says, what five-letter word, typed in all capital letters, can read the same upside down? The one after this is a 100% dad joke, but... Do you know this one? I don't know this one. This is a new one to me. See, I know words... I go forwards and backwards. But I know, I know that you can race car spelled backwards is the same yeah. as it's spelled forwards. Mom, Bob, yeah. boob, Bo- boob. <laughs> obviously boob because we love boobs. <laughs> boobs are great. I love boobs. You could be like Louis C.K. said. You could have a t-shirt on, a sweatshirt, and a parka jacket, and then the woman still, can have a sweatshirt, look. t-shirt, parka jacket on, and your elbow, which has no feeling, you can twist the skin off. And that elbow can touch a titty, and your brain is like, that's a tit, that's a tit, yep. we touched a tit. Yep. <laughs> so, boom, obviously, but uh, that one, capital, uh, ca- what five-letter word typed in all capital letters can be read the same upside down? A five-letter word. I think we're going to have to go to the internet for this one. Oh, no, we can't cheat. I'm not trying to cheat, but I definitely am limited in my capacity on this but one. But she's going to probably email back because she's like our number one fan. Well, we're not live yet, but I definitely don't know this one. <sighs> well, we're going to know what? We're going to have to wait. And okay, see we'll have she... to wait. Karina, I don't know this one. You got me stumped on this one. You're probably the first person to stump me on this one. And I've known um, him for like 30 years. What the okay, fuck? so... Yeah, it's hard to get me on a joke sometimes. My wife asked me to go to get six cans of Sprite from the grocery store. I realized when I got home, I had picked seven up. Get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you go when you don't get a soda? You don't want a soda that's very big. You go to mini soda. <laughs> yeah. Freaking, she, she, all day she's like, just telling me these off-the-wall fucking corny jokes okay and, so okay okay, okay. So, so i threw i threw a can of soda at anthony's head the other day and he started crying i thought it was fine because it was a soft drink 
<laughs> okay. So, did you hear about uh, the two peanuts uh, that uh, were walking in the park? No, that sounds nuts. No, one got assaulted. <laughs> oh, Kar- okay, Karina and Timmy. I got a riddle for you. Don't answer it if you know this one, Matt. Okay, here's the riddle. I am greater than God. I am more evil than the devil. The poor have it, the rich need it, and if you eat it, you will die. What am I? I'll say it one more time so you don't have to rewind it. I am more powerful than God. I am more evil than the devil. The poor have it, the rich need it, and if you eat it, you will die. What am I? First one to get that answer right. I got a Bluetooth speaker ready to go. I'm going to build it with the custom battery pack of your choice and a charger. If you get it right by, let's say, episode three, because I want to make it a timeline. Because well, we got to come out of pocket for this. But um, love the jokes. Yeah. Send all your dad jokes in. I love them. They're great. Can't oh, yeah. get enough of them. Well, Karina was, uh, every time I saw her all day today at work, she was telling me these. Yeah. Off the wall shit, and I was like, you know what? You should email us some of the shit. Yeah, see, I love that joke. Because like, I'm a huge you know, dad joke fan. Like, I know him. They, you know, Mike might not. So and, yeah, hey, let's just fucking five letter <laughs> word typed in all capital letters can be read the same upside down. Is it? I wonder if the clue is in the question. Oh, I'm wondering what five letter word typed in all capital letters. Can we read the same upside down? I mean, if you're dyslexic, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Fuck. Can I be dyslexic? Can I get it right? I mean, turn them all upside down and I'll still read them the same. Maybe that's it. Maybe the riddle is that simple. uh, We'll do the shot of this fireball, this warm-ass fireball. Okay, that's been sitting up there. Oh, fuck. It's been sitting up there. Hijo la chingada. That's fucking spicy. Oh, oh, oh! It tastes like big red. Oh, it burns. It burns. It tastes oh, like good. a cinnamon candle. What is that? Glacier yeah. freeze. Mm-hmm. Is that what nut looks like when you're circumcised, or when you're when you have a vasectomy? You're just shooting blanks. I wouldn't know. <laughs> As I heard this comedian chick talk about that, it was funny. She goes, I got questions. Does it come out looking like Glacier Freeze, or is it clear? Is it? Oh. <laughs> Does the flavor change? I'm like, all cloudy. Whoa. But she was funny about it, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so um, first episode, season two. Oh. Anything else you want to touch on here? Um, I don't know. What do you think? Should I give him a little... Uh... You want to give him a teaser preview of the next... Are you, you want this to be the next episode? No, um, it's going to be uh, sometime this season. Sometime this season, yeah, so, so maybe episode I mean, four or so. Um, I, I don't know exactly when. Um, okay, I gotta. I definitely do some more research, um, but I will uh, give you guys a little uh, tidbit and and so you know what? Here, I'm just gonna. You're gonna read that whole paragraph. No, um, I'm I'm gonna give a, like a, a synopsis. Yes. <clears throat> Something like that. <clears throat> so, um, and if hey, if you guys are comic nerds and you know what I'm talking about, 
Yeah, definitely less than the Karina, you already know. I already told you so. Uh, but, um, no, I think I may just read the whole thing. I mean, why not? Just give them a little taste yeah. of Okay, what's... and that riddle, by the way, no Googling it. I want to know, be honest, whether you found it on your own or not. Figured it out on your own. Yeah. So, okay, so uh, here's the background. Um, the Watcher takes you to an alternative, <clears throat> alternative timeline where Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four, lies stretched all over the place dying in Sue Storm's invisible woman's arms. She asks about their children, Franklin and Valeria Richards, and Mr. Fantastic says he sent them to the negative zone where he can't reach them. Reed succumbs to his wounds, and Sue goes invisible and goes to the hangar where the Fantastic Four's jet is, and it's on fire. She sees her brother in the human torch, Johnny Storm, is seeing cuts, and behind him, someone comes, slices his throat. And uh, while Sue Storm is... Invisible, the blood splash on the invisible woman, and she sees who it is, and she seemingly kills this guy by making uh, his head explode using her force field powers, but not knowing he is about his healing factor. And when his head grows back, he stabs her in the back. And this is the beginning of killing the last member of the first family of Marvel, Fantastic Four, by Deadpool. And this is the beginning of Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Well, that was written specifically as the dark, a dark, dark comic book series as how he would kill them all. And this is a series that um, I'm actually going to go more in depth. I have the whole series. Uh, there's two more comics to this one. And and that's just the first ten minutes of the book. Yeah, this is just barely, barely starting, starting off. I mean, you get you know, the X-Men, you get the Avengers, uh, you get, you know, bumfuck, you know, the weakest mutant ever... Yeah. But, I mean, Deadpool kills, and this is one of my favorite series. It took me forever to find, I, I called up uh, DJ's Comics. Hey, do you have this one in yet? Do you have it? Do you have it? Do you have it? He was getting so fucking tired, he said, yes, I finally got it. <laughs> and I'd go down there, and I, I finally finished my collection. So, yes, this is a, a series that I'm going to be doing personally. Mike knows nothing of, of this. So, when we do these episodes, it's going to be all me. Yeah, I'm just going to be the reference to it, the the wow factor, and uh, just kind of learn something know. new. Yeah, so... This is, this is going to be a learning experience for me. It's I mean, going to be it's, cool. It's something that um, I'm, I'm excited about. I mean, it gets more into my nerdy side. I mean, I love my comics. It gives me more of a reason to go back and read my old comics. Yeah, get, I haven't, put I some use to those up, pages. I haven't picked up any of my old comics. I mean, I have tons of comics that I can go through. I mean, yeah. if, if you guys have any you know, rever- um, <clears throat> stories, I mean, they have trade paperbacks. 
Um, I have Old Man Logan that I would love to go into. Like, you've seen the uh, Logan movie, right? Yeah, I love that one. Okay, so I have the comic Old Man Logan, which it was based on. And it involved, like, the Hulks. And it's, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, oh, I'm now just thinking about it. I'm like, I can't, I can't wait to just get back and read these comics and i haven't i've been neglecting for so long uh but i need to just get off my ass and uh, start doing it but yes that's a <clears throat> that's just a, a small taste of uh what's to come and now yeah, hopefully you guys will enjoy so how's it going with uh that gal you were you were talking to huh yeah Kind of became nothing, or yeah, just... I, pretty much. Yeah, um, I I texted here and there, and been here for from her from for about a week. Mm, she might be busy. Well, oh yeah, but I mean, you know, you're at home and you're posting shit on Facebook. Um, oh, maybe maybe she just didn't like, have the no, courage to no. tell you she wasn't interested anymore. Or... Well, she could have fucking just said it. And so I, I kind of texted her and um. You know, just kind of telling me about her day, but then that's it. I mean, it's, I don't know, I think that, whatever, that wow factor that I had in the beginning, yeah, it's like, yeah. <sighs> whatever. Now, that gal I'm talking to, dude, she's fucking awesome. No, that's cool. I can't get enough of her. We just don't have, we have limited time to, to spend with each other. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more hours in the day, because, man, kick-ass gal. I like, to, I like hanging out with her. That's good. Yeah, you know, and you just—I mean, after everything you've gone through, you know, you deserve to definitely. Um, I know it's hard, uh, but you know, uh, it's hard. I mean, she's been through a lot too, so it's kind of like we both have—you know—we both have regards, a history that we can, you know, mm-hmm. bond over. You know, a lot in common. Right. Whew! Hell of a hell of a season kickoff, huh? I you know. I I enjoyed it. I'm uh, having fun. I, I like mean, this. We got some new ideas coming. And uh, we we didn't go, uh, uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, We didn't do a whole lot of ums and uhs. And so you're not going to get a whole lot of uh, uh, fucking little clips of shit because we didn't know what the fuck we were saying. <laughs> yeah. But, I, no. might, I might throw in some post-edit, you know, yeah. goofy shit. I don't know. I kind of like the episode the way it is. I might just throw it up just like that. Yeah. Throw intro, outro, and get at it. Definitely. Well, I... You know, I got a while before uh, my sister got out of work, so I mean, I wouldn't mind checking out how you do things and kind of learn that. Cool. All right, maybe, yeah. Maybe even if I can learn some more, maybe I'll, you know, produce one myself, but who knows? Do you want to produce an episode yourself? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I know. I'll let you direct yeah. the episode. I don't I'll want you I'll direct getting it in here and losing an episode like I did on episode two. No, I don't even want to listen to five or what was it? <laughs> six six yeah whatever <laughs> yeah that was a horrible episode but we've grown but uh you know a no um thank you guys i mean shit we're almost uh 500 listeners no 400 we're gonna break 400 here pretty soon we're oh, at 361 four. 370 well, somewhere 400 around but yeah you know what let's shoot for 500 fuck it i don't know yeah we're gonna shoot for the moon yeah, so no, no, oh, there's no breaks on the, the there's listener one thing train. that you didn't bring up. But, uh, the oh new, yeah, the you want to go listeners. over that? You're right. I didn't. Good call. Let's go back to that. So we have 361 all-time listeners. Yes. 
And let's see, let's go down to, let's see, our most popular episode is episode 3, 77 total downloads. Oh, wow. Um, now, Belgium, Brussels, Belgium, had jumped to third place in tied with Ashburn, but now Sacramento took over. Holy shit. Sacramento's up there, so now look at, check this out. When we go to all locations, you got some, we got some new ones here. Do you remember all the old ones? Not really, but you got a better memory, bring, so. when you bring them up, then I might. Yeah. So, um. Well, how many, uh, not applicable? Not applicable? We have 104 Holy in the shit. states that are not applicable. Holy Where their location is turned all off. Right. Uh, <coughs> Buffalo is now 20 listeners, Riverbank 16, Boardman 13, yep. 10 in Fresno, 6 in Seattle, yep. 5 in Marysville, 4 in Roseville, Syracuse, New York, yep. we got 4, Vegas, 4 in Vegas, 3 in Poland now, Oh, in Roklaw, Poland, we okay. got 3 there, City of St. Peter's, what the that's a new one, I think. What the fuck is that? I don't know, look that up real quick, City of St. Peter's, we have is 3 it, there. Is that the actual town? Yeah, that's in the states. We have a city of Saint Peter's. City of what the fuck? We have two in France with location turned off. We have two in L.A., in Los Angeles, California. What is it? Saint Peter's? City of Saint Peter's. I hope you're not the Saints of Peter's. I don't know. No, no disrespect, but okay. um, two in Dallas, two in Garber, two in L.A. Oh, we got four total in L.A. Two different locations in L.A. Um, let's see. Still one in Portland, one in Kirkland, Tacoma. Oh, St. Peter's, Missouri. Oh, hey, right on. Uh, let's see. Still one in Thailand, one in Germany. One in one, two, and three in Italy. Now there's Mountain Home. Mountain Home, where's that at? It's huh? in the States, but it doesn't say what what state it's a city yeah one of my buddies just messaged me you know he actually he messaged me uh mm. oh fuck like you know half hour ago what's your podcast i'm gonna listen to it oh cool so what's mountain home where's that at mm. what the f- there's mountain home united states mountain Okay, so we'll, Missouri, that's a new one. Definitely. Yeah, Missouri's a new one. <clears throat> we got quite a few listeners in different different states here. Ten home. Yeah, Mountain Home, United States. Where's that at? Uh, oh, shit. What? Uh, that is a city in Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. They're going to get mad about Arkansas. that. They hate it when you say Arkansas. Yeah. It's Arkansas. But that, I appreciate I you listening. Mountain it. Home. That's a cool name for a town. Yeah, I like that. Okay, where's Versailles? Versailles. Versailles, dumbass. Is Versailles? That's Versailles. It's just like you say in France. Oh, I don't know. I'm fucking white. Half white. You're half Mexican. You yeah, dumb well. Shit. So it'd be Versailles? <laughs> Versailles. Oh, Versailles. Oh, yeah. Uh, A how the fuck do you spell V E R S A I double L wait V E R S A I L L E S E S 
Let's see, that's in France. So no, that's see. in the states. Yeah, no shit, USA. Uh man. What state is that in? Uh, Versailles House of Florida? Oh, okay. Oh, no. Versailles, Kentucky. Oh, cool. Kentucky. I love your fried oh, chicken. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's how dumb we are. So Morgan crazy. City. Hmm? Then we got Morgan City. Morgan City. <clears throat> Elkton. Let's see. I'll look up Elkton. You look up Morgan City. Morgan City, Louisiana. Ooh. Love that chicken from Pot Pies. Ooh, so we got Pot Pie and KFC competitors here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, uh, hell no. You got the fucking uh, the Elkton. the the uh, was the shrimp boil. That's fucking uh, like bubble gum. So shrimp boil. Hey, oh, shrimp. Elkton is in Maryland. Maryland. Mm-hmm. Maryland. He said Maryland. Maryland. Mary Where had a little fuck? land. What the hell you think you anybody wrote again? that song? Mary had a little land. Yeah, Mary land, dumbass. Yeah, Maryland. <laughs> Sorry, my friend's a little. Uh, uh, I'm always special. special. Yeah, uh, we already said Mechanicsville, Detroit, uh, New what's York, that? Elkton. Yeah, Elkton. That's oh. in Maryland. Oh, that's the one in Maryland. That's Mary land. Maryland. Mary had a little land. <laughs> <laughs> so we still got one in Yemen, one in Bakersfield, another one in. The states with location turned off, which is weird. El Cajon. El Cajon. Is that's, that the Cajon uh, California, I believe. That's, yeah, I think that is California. Or is it Arizona? Mmm, good question. You on that one? Okay. Huron is oh, yeah, definitely no, in California. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, El Cajon is in uh, California. So we got El Cajon, Huron, Merced, San Francisco, and Tulare all in California. Yeah, I have no idea where the fuck is. Uh, cool. Love it, man. Thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully you tune in again and hear us mention your city on the air. So, um, yeah. Tim, Karina, don't forget the riddle. No internet, no research. you got to use your own brain on this one. Well, Karina doesn't have to because she did fucking sent the emails. No, no, no. This is the riddle. I'm talking oh. about the riddle for the Bluetooth oh, the speaker. Ri- oh, the riddle. You give them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that riddle. But, uh... And we're good, gonna, man. And Karina, I'm not going to look it up either, so don't even try and get no hints from me, because I don't know what the fuck he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm the only one with that riddle in my and head I'm right gonna now. I'm going to forget about it by tomorrow, so. Yeah. Unless I listen to it in the next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Cool, man. I well, appreciate it, dude. A hell of a first episode for season two. Yeah, no, we had a good time doing this, and this was, uh, this. hopefully we keep our uh, episodes consistent on this. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, thank you guys for listening to uh, episode one of season two, Ready Player You. And don't forget, we got our questions at readyplayerquestions at gmail.com. Hit us an email up, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Laters. Bye. Let's drink beer. It makes my mind clear. It takes me away from you. Let's drink.